this question comes up a lot on the RCAST, but in your opinion, what does we need to do as an ecosystem to go more mainstream? I know it's a big question. Okay, so you know what? I, Sam, Sam Williams, obviously, completely just, just stole my heart in Singapore, right? So I was kind of like, you was like, oh, we got to like do more marketing and whatnot and like, and, and everything. But then Sam said just like a simple phrase that hit me straight in the soul. And he's like, it, I don't know exactly how he framed it, but in my head, it's like, it just needs to be organic, right? So um, I, I had a very good chat with uh, Richard from uh, Accord. And, and in the end, we feel like things, or I, I, I guess I came, I came up with, with this idea in my head that things should be built from the inside out and not from the outside in. You're tuned to the Rcast, where we talk about the blockchain on the Rcast and how your data remains the Rcast, where R drive is the topic, censorship resistant permanence. Yeah, we got it. Hi, friends. You're listening to the Rcast with your host, Andrew. This is episode 28. What? And you know what I'm bullish on? Decentralized permanent storage. As is my friend, Romain Caillé at Evervision, who came to us this week from the French island of Reunion which is off the coast of Madagascar. And uh, we talked about some Arweave IRL events he attended. We talked about the ones that are coming up. And we talked about the road towards mass adoption of Arweave and a lot of cool projects in the space. This Friday, December 16th, we're doing the community call. So be sure to follow us on Twitter for information on that. We got the Build and Chill in Discord on the 20th. So you can ask us all about your questions pertaining to REO, R drive, RNS. We just dropped a video on RNS pro tips and we've got the upcoming Ari the Aardvark rap video. Also, we're going to be in Vegas for CES, so uh, we'll have some information about a meetup, but let's jump into it. This is my interview with Romain Caillé on the Rcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Rcast. We have a special guest. We have Romain Caillé of Evervision. And this dude has been around the world. He was just at Are We Even Asia. He won the uh, the award for funniest, most laughs for a conference. I think I saw that on Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. I heard you were a hit there. Um, how you doing? Thanks for being on the Rcast. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Thanks so much for having me. Like, I, I really like, I love this whole this whole community everything i think i wasn't aware that i got you know most laughs but you know i guess it's good to know <laughs> after after that but we also had um are we in asia or in asia are we in uh, in lisbon and uh, that was pretty cool as well um the community is global you travel a lot and you're the first person i've ever talked to uh in your time zone on, on the ArtCast, which required some negotiation. T tell us about, man, there's so much to talk about. Like, how did you end up on this island east of Africa? Okay, How'd you so, get there? <laughs> yeah, so for, so for anyone listening, I live on a beautiful, I mean, it is part, actually part of the UNESCO or something like that. One of the, the like, the beautiful places on this planet. It's called Reunion Island. It's a, it's a French island off the coast of Madagascar. How did I get here? My dad. <laughs> and I, I didn't know. My dad was like, hey, we're going to Reunion. And I was like, where's that? That's in France. So I was like, okay, let me look this up in France. And it ended up being like here. But it's really, it's really beautiful. It's, uh, it's far from everything. We do have internet and electricity and stuff. 
know, many people think we don't, but we do have all that. Um, but yeah, that's how I landed here and uh, I left and came back and then I just, yeah, travel all over the world. I think that's, uh, I've never lived in a place for more than four years. What place have you lived the longest then? I guess multiple places of, of four year spans, right? I mean, I guess the longest would be Dominican Republic, which was four years uh, or five, maybe. I don't know, in total, because I left and came back and whatnot. And maybe even reunion, five in total. I three and then two and then. So, yeah, I, I just I don't know. I don't feel like I'm French. I don't feel like I'm anything. I just feel like I'm part of the, the planet, you know, so. That's yeah. cool. What, um, so you must speak many languages. I, I, I mean, many, I speak three, fluent French, Spanish, and English. Um, okay, I think cool. that's good enough for now. <laughs> yeah, that's covers a, that covers a lot of the world, and that ties into, like, this idea we were talking about before we started recording. Our Weave is global. There's so many events. You connect with the, the uh, community in Asia. Yeah, we've been talking about, like, events in the U.S. You were in, in Portugal. Like, you're a worldwide dude. And, like, because of this, you've been able to connect a lot of people in the communities. What brought you into Arweave in the first place? Wow. So this is, a, this is actually a good one. So um, I actually fell into this whole crypto thing by accident. I was actually a day trader. I day traded, like, on, New York, uh, on NASDAQ and uh, New York Stock Exchange. And a buddy of mine had, like, two Bitcoin. And well, long story short, he we, I, we were making like tons of money and uh, on on Binance and whatnot. And he thought he could trade on his own. Obviously, you can't really do that. And he lost it all on this coin called YFII, which is a, a fork from uh, Yield Finance. And so I kind of went into their chat, and so it was an Asian thing. And um, you know, a few months go by and they offer me to help with the chat and whatnot. And then they offer me to come on WeChat and then their group disbanded. And then I made friends with, uh, uh, Tao, Tao Yin, which is a really popular investor in China. And then he introduced me to Outprog from Ever Finance at the time, now Evervision. And, and yeah, and I found out about Arweave and I was like, holy moly, this this is actually really sick. This is something like I can see myself doing for many, many years. And I've been, yeah, I've been in the ecosystem for about, I think about like two years now. You've seen like the huge adoption, all the press, and now you've seen where it's kind of become like popular for the utility and the building and like th that shift kind of, which has been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I've seen a, a lot of everything really. I've seen, uh, I I've I've seen, yeah, more the beginning where like everyone was kind of, well, we're still, we're still separated. Like we're not really working together, but it's starting to form where, you know, multiple projects from the ecosystem are trying to do things together, which is nice. But before, yeah, it was like everyone's doing their own thing, seeing what's happening and, and, and just seeing what works really. And so, yeah, it's been, uh, obviously I was focused on Evervision, um, but now, now that I see that this community, there's just so much power. I mean, I don't know. This is going to, like, I have a, a Redstone shirt on. <laughs> I just rock everyone's merch, you know. Um, I, I feel like I, ever, I, I love Evervision, but more so I love Arweave. So I feel like everyone in the ecosystem is very important. And everything, like Accord, AR Drive, Redstone, Pianity, all these projects that do super cool things. And I feel like I want to be there and just share that with everyone. Kind of like a, a spokesman for Arweave. I don't know. That's cool, man. Yeah, because it's like 
the ethos is decentralization, right? But the community is stronger when there's like central social context and we're doing our thing, but we come together. So it's it's interesting because I don't know a lot of blockchain cultures that have the same sort of diversity in community in terms of types of people. Can you think of any? No, I can't, but no, I can't, I can't at all. But what I really, really like about this community, and I, and I just say it so many times, people are probably going to get like annoyed, right? But it's, it's the fact that uh, in, in, for example, Singapore or Lisbon, every single person was talking about, oh my God, this tech here and oh, you can do this and that and you can mix it together. Now, I'm not a dev. You're not a dev either. So like when they talk to us, we're like, I don't know what you're saying, bro, but like that sounds cool. And so it excites me and I have no idea what they're saying, but they're so excited that it excites me and I have no idea what they're saying. You know what I mean? And so what, what I realized is that it's not and no talks of money, no talks of whatever. It's all talk. It, it's just all for the ecosystem, whatever's best for the user, whatever's best to preserve data on, on our weave. You know, that's the ultimate everyone's ultimate goal. And I, I really, really love that. This question comes up a lot on the R cast, but in your opinion, what does Arweave need to do as an ecosystem to go more mainstream? I know it's a big question. Okay, so you know what? I, Sam, Sam Williams, obviously, completely just just stole my heart in Singapore, right? So I was kind of like, you was like, oh, we got to like do more marketing and whatnot and like, and, and everything. But then Sam said just like a simple phrase that hit me straight in the soul. And he's like, it... I don't know exactly how he framed it, but in my head, it's like, it just needs to be organic, right? So um, I, I had a very good chat with uh, Richard from uh, Accord. And, and in the end, we feel like things, or I I, I guess I came, I came up with, with this idea in my head that things should be built from the inside out and not from the outside in. So for example, nature. Right. When you look at a plant, you, you don't just see things like flying and just like sticking onto the tree and, you know, and then it grows. No, everything goes from, you know, the soil and goes up. And when you look at a building, obviously everything's built, put together and you have to maintain that building. So in order for us to just have this decentralization, organic building is the best way. So things from inside out. So it'll take a, it'll take a while. It'll take a while for everything to just. You know, everything's just dirty, not not really structured right now. But as time goes on, every things will find its place and ecosystem will, will build and it'll just be strong. You know, it's like a base of a tree. You see the base of a tree, it's like super compact. And I think that's the phase we're at right now. We're just like a little baby, little tree, just stem out of the, the, the soil. But um, it's uh, it's going to be a great, uh, a great adventure, I think. If you grow organically and slowly, then it becomes really strong and there's less maintenance to have to do. Like it, it kind of has its own life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we don't want to have we don't want to have maintenance on on our weave, right? It's like uh, and and, and um, Sam made uh, on, let's see, in Singapore, when he talked about our weave 2.6, you know, he said, oh, all the biggest um Updates are done in the beginning, and then after time goes on, people say, oh, this is actually stable, and then they start adopting it. Like he gave examples of, I don't know what, what sites exactly, but um, um, that's, how, that's how it is, and I, and I see the vision now. I see that, oh, we don't actually need marketing right now. We just need to make sure that 
everyone in this ecosystem is going the, in like the right direction that we're bringing everything that we need. For example, we have Permaswap, which will bring liquidity. We have you guys you, with your, the mobile app now. Um, and, and it's just making it so it's user-friendly first as much as possible. And then as soon as it's nice and stable, people will come on their own. I mean, our weave is amazing. It's just, it's just so, so simple. It's, you, you don't need to like pay 5,000 times and whatnot. It's just one payment and there you go. It's saved forever. So yeah. Making people aware of um, the problem it solves like with permanent data, right? Cause people don't think about how, like you said, recurring payments, you might lose your data. There's no promise it will be there. And like, that's, that's a technical thing that once people realize that there's no way it can't reach mass adoption, right? It's just a matter of keeping talking about keeping the community strong, making sure it works. And like mm -hmm. we, you and I, we're, we're guys who kind of like work between the devs and the world and the greater world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I, oh my God. I, I, so I totally agree. I mean, these devs, I mean, I, I don't, have you met any of the teams? Have you met? Uh, I was at the Are We Anti Party in New York like last year. So I've met tons. I have, you've met Tate, right? Yeah, yeah. Tate's great. Yeah. Okay, like you, you, you have like this this guy. Like he is just insane. The, his brain. I don't know how it's like still in his skull. Like just <laughs> it's he the the way he talks. Is like bro, you're not nineteen. There's no way. Get out of here. You know, and and all these people within the ecosystem, they're kind of like, hey, you have Richard. Richard, this man is a genius. All these people are just geniuses. Outprog, and it's such, to, to, for me, uh, I know Outprog very well now. I, I met him. Um, so his English is not good at all. But you, you can tell that he's so frustrated because he, he, honestly, he is a genius. But he can't communicate it. You know, you have all these people from all these countries, like you said, and, and once you put them all together, it's just, uh, oh boy, like uh, the future better be careful because I mean, this ecosystem has a lot of geniuses. So yeah. That's cool. I mean, and it's interesting to see how things evolve and change. Um, you've been in long enough to, to see a lot of that. And, and one of the things I want to ask you about is with EverVision, like it seems like from what, what I've noticed, it's looking like with the name change, they're trying to do more than just payments, right? To do like other stuff in the, in the ecosystem. Can you talk about some stuff you're working on with them? Or is there anything that's like public you could share about the new steps? Oh boy. Oh boy. There's like, <laughs> uh, oh boy, strap in boys and girls. Uh, there's um, so Evervision. Yeah. So the, the reason why the change um, is because at the beginning, so it was ever finance and it was more of like a FinTech type of thing with the payment, obviously, but then out Prague, now you have to understand that Outprog, Sandy, and and the devs at Evervision—they just, I think they like just poop out apps. I mean, honestly, like one day they say, "Oh, by the way, we made this." <laughs> okay, like um, okay. So they decided to to transform into like a, a Web three tool provider type of thing. Uh, so an infrastructure provider type of thing. So we have obviously Everpay. Uh, most of the people know what Everpay is. It's a real-time payment protocol that, that with no fees, no gas fees, anything, it allows to do a transaction from one person to another, all done in real time. And how do we do this? Because all the trans or the, the I guess the contracts are done offline. Um, all the transactions are stored onto Arweave, but this makes it so that 
um, we could just do everything in real time. So that's obviously Everpay. We have number two, which is Permaswap. So this is going to be the first cross-chain DEX on Arweave. Um, now keep in mind that Verdo is the number one DEX, <laughs> or was the number one DEX, uh, but we're going to be the number one cross-chain DEX. So we're on six chains, uh, Moonbeam, Platon, Ethereum, Arweave, of course, um, and I'm missing two Conflux and one more. Can't remember the can't remember the sixth one. Uh, but per Permaswap is going to be using Everpay, so the whole real-time payments, no gas fees, uh, none of that stuff. Uh, all the swaps will be done as soon as you click swap, you have your money. That's how it's going to work. Uh, well, as soon as you click swap and accept on your wallet, uh, then you'll have uh, you'll have the whatever you swap for. Uh, so that's number two. Number three is going to be a, or is a Web3 um, tool for developers to, to, to be able to build on Arweave. Uh, there's just a whole bunch of stuff in there, which I guess you and I, we, we don't really understand, but uh, it's really a easy ass copy paste type of thing. So there's a whole bunch of kind of initial code and you just copy, paste, boom, put it on whatever <laughs> whatever the devs do. And then, uh, boom, voila, you have it. And then number three is a PermaDAO. Uh, PermaDAO, I think, speaks for itself. It's a DAO. Uh, we want it to be an Arweave DAO. We'll see how that goes. So we have multiple projects like um, Arweave News, Accord, Redstone, that will kind of be pitching in and building this DAO. And hopefully, who knows, maybe we can have uh, AR Drive pitch in as well. All these projects are just built together. That is uh, obviously the goal. So yeah, those are the four things for now that we have. With Permaswap, it's unique because it lets you use SmartWeave to trade, which is uh, mm -hmm. which is something that's really cool about Arweave that's unique about it. Permaswap actually uses, so it uses Everpay, but Everpay uses something called SCP. So SCP is storage-based consensus paradigm. So, I mean, this, whoever's listening, you got to Google it because this is a long explanation of what uh, storage-based consensus paradigm is. But this is what allows us to kind of uh, have the contracts off-chain and uh, makes it real-time payment. Um, and, and I think uh, it's not just real-time payment, but it's unlimited TPS. Okay, you have to understand that Alprog, when he built this, uh, when he built Permaswap, when he built um, the, this Everpay uh, system, he thought of TPS. Um, he thought, okay, what is what is a big problem in today's blockchain? When we had the crash last year, I think it was in May or something like that, where Bitcoin just died and everything was dying. Um, the biggest issue was that all the chains were clogged. Every single chain was clogged. Ethereum, the GUI was at like 99999. It took, it was like $700 to make a transaction or something. So I, I don't even know what the TPS for that. Solana was the same thing. And so it's like, okay, so the biggest issue is TPS. It's it's cool when there's no issue and it's working, but what's not cool is when there's an issue and everything stops working because there's a TPS. So TPS, um, um, I think your users know what TPS is, um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, so that's what we don't have. We don't have a TPS. So there's no, there's just, it's unlimited. It depends on our servers, I guess. Uh, but we're, we're mixing decentralization and centralization. We're trying to find that sweet spot between both of them. Obviously everything on, 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 on um, Everpay is uh, all your keys. Everything's decentralized. We don't own any of your keys and 
whatnot. Mass Web3 adoption is hard on a technical level. Sometimes you need to hold people's hand through it. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and, and again, you know, the sweet spot with centralization as well. In this instance, it's just like servers. You know, like we, we just know that in order for for this to for it to be unlimited TPS, as we say, like, I mean, we couldn't if we wanted, we can have like a million transactions all at the same time. The transactions, a million transactions would just be bundled up and stored onto our weave. You know, uh, I mean, it's 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 pretty easy, but obviously it's just a server power. Nothing, nothing else besides that. But I do agree with you that especially, you know, for the adoption of Web3 and whatnot, it's just it's not easy for now. Um, and I guess that's just something we have, we have to work towards to together as one, you know, as the, the whole ecosystem. I think that's just something uh, we have to do. I think you would agree that right now it's a little complicated to use kind of everything, I guess. Uh, when we bridged AR from Arweave to Ethereum, so we made the wrapped AR, um, we had a lot of US users come in and try to, uh, and try to get that. Uh, from Coinbase, they tried to like deposit. I don't know exactly what was what was happening, uh, but we had a ton and a tons, tons of people come from the US once we made a wrapped AR. And then we added the swap feature for USDC to AR. That was kind of just to test the whole real-time swap that we're doing for Permaswap. You can actually right now, if you wanted to swap USDC for AR on Evervision, uh, and it's everything's done in real time. And this is the liquidity is provided by us. So there's not, you know, the spread is pretty large, but, um, you know, at least you can swap in real time. This, it was just a test. That's cool. That, wow, that's pretty unique. Like being able to solve these, solve these problems is a big step towards like getting, getting mass adoption and the events we talked about too, like that, the energy of that coming together. I wanted to talk about um, Are We Even Asia and your, your time in Singapore and like, ah. if you have any stories from that, because it seems like you were really excited about that. And it seems like it was awesome. You were saying it was the biggest Arweave meetup so far? Arweave in Asia was the first kind of unofficial official uh, Arweave conference. And then Arweave in Lisbon was the second one. I think Arweave in Lisbon was inspired by Arweave in Singapore in Asia, you know, because everyone was super excited. You know, Seb from Arweave was super excited. Sam, everyone just saw how everyone was so happy to be together that they're like, yo, we should do this more. <laughs> and yeah. so they, a month later, it's like, okay, let's do Lisbon. And uh, and then it was supposed to kind of carry on, but well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You guys, you said you maybe are going to uh, have something in, uh, in the US. We want to do something for ETH Denver so we could maybe do a connection there. So yeah, we definitely piggybacked on on other events so for example in singapore it was token 2049 uh so i mean everything all the big people were there and so we made our weave in in asia then and a whole bunch of people came um we had tate came, that came from oh he came from i guess uh, the us well he stopped in london and then came to singapore we had seb sam all these people come accord came Redstone, Redstone's everywhere anywhere. Like they, they, these guys are just insane. Um, so yeah, we definitely piggybacked. And then in Lisbon, we piggybacked as well from like Web3 or the Web Summit and uh, ETH Lisbon. You know, there was mm. the Solana conferences going on. There's all these things. So we piggybacked off them as well. Um, so yeah, in, in ETH Denver, for sure, 
do it. Piggyback off them. It doesn't matter because, yeah. you know, what, what matters the most is just being together and, and just trying to build together and, and, and seeing what we can do together. Everything just needs to be done together. And it, there's no better time than during big conferences. People are already there. And then, like, you might get people who have heard of it, are we, but they're like, oh, what is this? So, like, oh, my friend's going to this. Let's check it out. Like, that's, that's yeah. helpful. But, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is something that I realized, I think, in, in Lisbon. Uh, and, and it kind of had me thinking in a different way. Um, what are we wants right now aren't necessarily like marketing guys or things like that. They, they just want the best builders or actually not they, we, we just want the best builders. So how, how to do instead of doing conferences and whatnot, we should just have, I don't know, an are we house or like a hacker house, or I don't know, something like that instead of just doing a conference and within these hacker houses, you know, we can have like little talks or something. I don't know. Um, but I think that's the main thing It's just saying, Hey, like this event here, this is for like, you want to build, do, do, do you like, are we, do you like what it, do you, do you, do you understand our weave? Do you want to maybe find out what our weave is? Hey, we have all the top notch people here that know every single thing about our weave. So come, come on down and, uh, and we'll help you and we'll, we'll tell you whatever you need to know. And I think that's, uh, that's the approach we have to uh, take, but that's, I guess that's my, my, my take on things. Uh, when people on Twitter are like, Hey, how do I get involved? Like the other day, someone tagged Sam and me like, Hey, I'm an Australian person. I was like, I want to build with our weave. And I was like, Oh, check out these sites. And then it was just like the, the influx of people giving this person advice. It was like 20 people like, Oh, go here, go here, go here. Did oh, you see I that? think I saw that tweet. I, I, and I, and I told them like, Hey, go to, uh, go to Redstone's like Academy or, oh, yeah. uh, or, um, or at, or a Web3 Infra, you know, with like tools and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Like you had, yeah, tons of comments from everyone from the ecosystem. And you know what? That's what's great. Instead of having that online where the guy's kind of doing it on his own, in a sense, you know, let's say he's in the US at the time. Well, hey, come down to the house. Well, you know, you'll ask questions, boom, boom, and you can start building your own product. And then you have community labs with Tate that can just, you know, just really help every step of the way. And uh, I mean, I just can't, I always talk great things about Tate. Tate's just, I love Tate. You know, Tate's, Tate's the guy. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's it's really cool to see his story, right? Like storing the study guides on our weave and then during the pandemic and then all the, like figuring it out. That's an example of a natural uh, growth of the, of the project, yes. right? Because it solved a problem then he and his dad bonded on like their love of blockchain. And then now it's like one of the biggest projects in this in the ecosystem. Yeah. And, and you know, and I think, and this is going back to this whole, how can we promote our weave and when I think Tate is just the prime example of, of our weave. Right. I think he started out as like a community manager somewhere and then he like just grew, grew on from there, you know, but he just really fell in love with our weave first you know, it wasn't anything more. He's like, oh, cool. I could build cool things with this. And then as time went on, obviously, our we've caught on like, oh, this guy's a genius. So they, they helped them out. But that that's that's what how it should be. It should just be all organic. And when time comes, you know, our we will be adopted. Where do you think our we will be in five years from now with the momentum it has? If we continue on with this organic growth. And, and, you know, not trying to rush things and bring in an influx of people. And then all those influx of people are thinking, oh, my God, nothing works. Okay, we're leaving. Uh, I think if we could 
continue on on this path, kind of seeing each other all the time. I think we should have a solid, a solid base in five years. Do you feel like the entire web as we know it will be archived by then on our weave? Maybe, right? I think it should. You know what? On Twitter, I saw the other day, like there's these people that were like they, they had a newborn or something and they made an email for that newborn and then they were just storing pictures on that email and then they kind of forgot about it. And like 10 years later, that email just doesn't exist anymore because mm. the, the email provider or whatever kind of just, oh, you're not using this. We're deleting it. Right. So I think in the future and people don't know this yet, but Arweave and permanent storage is definitely the way to go. Uh, I think once people understand that Arweave isn't just, you know, just a blockchain on its own. The thing is, people don't understand that Arweave is not just a, a data storage blockchain. No, it's so much more complex than that. And, you know, what? I'll go off with what uh, Alprox says or said about, um, for example, Bitcoin is like blockchain 1.0. So it's just that simple peer-to-peer, peer-to-peer payment type of structure. And then ETH, ETH is like blockchain 2.0. So that implemented like the smart contracts and being able to build dApps onto ROE or onto ROE, onto ETH and, and, and just build like an ecosystem. But then you had, you had the data issue. And so Arweave, our proxies as like blockchain 3.0, where you have, you can have the peer to peer, you can have uh, smart contracts or like the smart weave and whatnot. And you have this permanent data storage that's not expensive. I think I think you know that ETH like to store like one gig is like I don't know I read I read like it was like astronomical it's like 80k or something I don't know I read this mm. a while back back it was just it was ridiculous but yeah so that's um, I guess that's my take on that five years is a really long time in, in blockchain years like that's like a hundred years almost yeah I mean and, and yeah it's it's just it's just so long but Arweave is just already like the basis is I guess the base is already, like we already have roots and, and whatnot, you know, so it's already sturdy. I mean, Arweave has been around since what, 2017, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been, it's been around. So the, the proof of concept, like it, it, it works. And especially with the, you know, the whole endowment and whatnot. Um, I, I think Pierre said the other day that Sam said that things should be able to be stored for like 10,000 years with this, you know, if the endowment like plays out how it says it, like, which is, which is absolutely nuts in my, in my head. Uh, but I just hope that we continue on the same path. I think just my hope is that we continue on the same path. We're all working together. We're attracting the best builders possible. I think that's, um, that's where we should, uh, we should be at. The more interesting projects that are using Arweave, the more it organically gets his name out there. It's like, there's a, there's a lot we can do. And I, I'm always excited about like, the VR sphere, I think that it's hard to stream with Arweave. You have to like download the virtual modules and everything. But like, that's interesting to have like these permanent virtual worlds, right? Ah. That's exciting to me. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, I didn't know that actually. I mean, there's so many things. This ecosystem is just ridiculous because every day I, I there's like this another new project that just like surfaces. Like uh, Permafax, for example. I think uh, people have heard of Permafax. And uh, um, well, we spoke to Permafax on Twitter the other day, and, and they want to have like this truth market where like you can vote if like this information is like true or false. And so every single piece of information will have kind of like a true market 
or a truth market behind it. And I think that's fantastic as well. I mean, there's so many things that excite me uh, about this whole, per because it's not just about permanent data storage. It's about permanent anything. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Especially the perma web, man, I'm just excited. I just, I want to see you already. Is it, is it East Denver yet? Cause, uh, we're, we're most likely going to be going, um, Evervision's most likely be going to be going with, uh, Oliver, my colleague. And, uh, yeah, I just want to meet you guys. I want to just, you know, be excited about everything you're building and just, uh, just communicate it to the world. I talk about our all the time, just so you know. I'm a little addicted. <laughs> hey, I relate. I relate. No, I'm. I could tell you're. You got a lot of passion, excitement, and like it's infectious. And I, I agree with you. Like it's when you meet everyone, you're in the same room. Like things will come up that that can't come up through Zoom or through Discord. Like it's a different kind of energy. Yeah. Which, which it all it all works together. And like, I guess my last question for you, dude, is: Are there projects in the R weave sphere that we haven't mentioned that you're particularly excited about? MetaWeave, that you know, with their whole socials. Uh, there's uh, uh, Aftermarket is definitely one. Uh, it's like a, it's like a treasury management type of thing for the R weave ecosystem. So you kind of like makes pools with like different P PSTs and like there's. I think that's something that can be really cool for the R weave ecosystem. I mean, there's so much that can be cool, especially like I feel like there's. We're just at the tip of the iceberg with things that people are building. Like we still don't have a lot of things. We don't have an NFT marketplace yet. We don't have so many things in this ecosystem. Um, so once people actually start to build these things, we'll just start just going off the rails. I just, I just want to see everything on Arweave. I don't want to use ETH anymore. I don't want to use BNB. Just please give me Arweave. That's all I need. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, you're very good on social media. Where where do you like to direct people? I know we linked on LinkedIn, but like, where do you like to keep in touch with the community? What platforms? Um, you, you know what? So I actually just recently started to be more vocal, like on Twitter. Um, but I'm very active on Evervision's Telegram or Discord, uh, obviously for the community. But uh, I definitely want to interact with Arweave more on Twitter. So I guess my Twitter is... Uh, it's funny because it's called uh, United Arweave. Uh, that's my that's my at on uh, on Twitter. So United Arweave. Hey, if you ever have a question for me, or if you ever wanna, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a dev, but uh, if you, I don't know, need inspiration on how to partake in Arweave without being a dev, I guess you could just hit me up, and I'll, you know, it's all about passion. Just just be passionate, and people will see it, and they'll love you for it. I agree with that. I think that's a really good philosophy. Romaine, this has been a great interview and like, I appreciate all your perspective and I'm glad we linked and uh, yeah, it's, a, it's cool. It's cool to connect with you and to hear everything that's happening. Stuff we haven't talked about on the Rcast yet. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I really, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I, uh, again, you know, are we or AR drive is one of the bigger, bigger projects, bigger influence in, in the whole, and obviously what you guys are doing is, uh, is amazing. We can't, we can't say otherwise. And obviously with you, Andrew, you know, being, I always watch your videos. Those edits are just amazing. Thanks, so Thank <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> I appreciate it, dude. Well, um, if you want to see Romaine's, like see his interview, check out the clips on Instagram and everything. Thanks Romaine. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, R underscore IO underscore team and R drive app for all the updates. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere. Dropping that flavor. Thanks for listening, and remember, the community calls this Friday, and the build and chill is a week from Tuesday. We'll see you there.
Thanks, everyone. Bye.